Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game.com. It's Sam and Greg on the 17th day of July. Good morning, Georgia! And a special good morning. You find folks in Morrow. 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 Say that correctly now. Okay. Morrow. Home of the, the Mustangs. Okay. How they doing? Uh, the Mustangs. How was their season? I got to flip my headphones around here so I can hear. <laughs> season was, you know, the, the, the previous season, that I think, were a playoff team. Not so much this year, but they see if they're going to bounce things back. Santa Clay County. They're getting a, new, uh, a brand new school. Brand new building. A new, oh, okay. Everything. A new school or a new? A new, new, new building. A whole new, 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 new not just Not just sports facility. Yeah, the whole new, whole new thing. So it's a big change from the, from the day. So we're going to get into the. Back, uh, dive into the uh, high school hall of fame, and there yes, is we an are. alumnus of Morrow who made that. Oh, a little tease, a little tease. Yes, yeah, you guys are going to hear this list because if you didn't hear us yesterday when it was, I guess it was announced this week, right? When yes. you guys like let let this the week. okay, we talked about it yesterday. It is again worthy of reminding people it's about their high school career because I had some questions about some of them folks. And some of y'all gonna, <laughs> some of y'all gonna do a Scooby Doo because you know some of these names on there not related to football. You're gonna want what? What was he doing on the list? He played another sport. Yeah, and we'll just, I yeah. won't give it on him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we uh, need to recap yesterday. How was your day yesterday? If you had to put it on a scale of one to ten, where was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I enjoyed it because you had a day like me yesterday, and it you don't have days like day. that. It was an interesting day, and uh, it. it Totally unscripted. Well, let's tell let's tell <laughs> so, everybody how your how your day went because so, we were at State Farm yesterday. State Farm, yes, we were, we were, and that, and that was neat. We had a nice setup. Uh, you weren't familiar with the area where we were, the Hawk Walk areas where we were all set up there, right directly behind front of the that, bar, yeah, right well, right in front of the <laughs> bar, and right in front of um, our backs were to the section where Steve Holman and Mike Conti broadcast the Hawks uh, games on radio here on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. That's where we were located. Um, but uh, for the uh, Million Mill Pack yesterday, a uh, huge effort for the, the Hawks, uh, State Farm, and um, just 5,000 volunteers just to Plus. see them come in there. Plus. Plus. Just to come in yeah. there and, and do what they did was pretty remarkable, Greg. And I had a chance to go down on the floor and actually had to put that, had to put that thing on my head. Oh, you, you, you fishnet? <laughs> what? Or, fish or, or, or net, yeah, that, that, hair that, net, whatever. Hair net. Yeah, you had to do that to be down on the floor. And um, – just to see people working down there. But Matumbo was, was there. In the now, this is after we got off the air. After we got yeah, off the air. Yeah, but I'm talking about while we were on the air. It was fun. It was fun. It, it, <laughs> it was fun. It was and an it adventure. Was, I, it is the epitome of what I like to – I try to live my life. You don't want bad stuff to happen, but there is nothing more boring in life than perfection. Yeah. Right? That, that, that don't bring up a good story at the table on Christmas. Right? <laughs> Everything went fine? Okay, well, that's good. No, no you want them no. kind of stories. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to believe what happened to me in July when we did the show from the State Farm. That's what you want. You want those stories. It sucks when it's going on, when that upheaval happens that gives you that story. But if you make it through on the other end, yeah. you know, unscathed, and it was just more of a major inconvenience, then you got yourself a good story. And that's the thing. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. But, you you know, you had some things that happened to you, and it was little things, and there's nothing that really affected the show that much. But it was just, it was one of those days where it was like the uh, the, the radio gods flipped the script a little bit. <laughs> and, and the hiccups weren't coming more from than me. A, more than a little bit. Well, you don't normally have these things happen. It was, like I said, it was just, it was it was fun to watch. 
it was, I don't know. Um, you know what it reminded me of? And I'm going to tell you this. And people out there can relate to this. Some maybe not. But to me, yesterday was like the first time. Um, I know you showed me a, a picture once of, you, of your pops. And, and I don't know how much times you guys did things sporting-wise outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first time you saw your father do something athletically that you do. Like the yeah. first time I saw my father play in a softball game. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid yeah. and saw my father run, yeah, it, it, I mean he he ran normal, but it was just something that went. Just the idea of seeing exactly. him exactly, like, what like seeing your teacher in the grocery store <laughs> when you go in there, right? So it was one of those. You reminded me not not, not thinking the fact that he was once you. I say I don't. You, you don't, don't think you don't about think that think as about a kid. That. You don't think about that. Nope. you know what I mean. But nope. that's just you know. So I was he think- wasn't always working all the time. He used to have fun. And you he know, used to play ball. You know, uh, as the old saying goes, our parents were cool, and then we showed up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we disrupted everything. <laughs> we messed everything up. So that, that's what that was. But it was it was fun. Colin and, um, and Chaz. Chaz, mm-hmm. thank you again. I know they ain't listening. They said, yeah, this time. They had it, but they, they did um, it did just a work. great job they yesterday helping job. us out really and, and, and getting us what we needed, and when things went sideways, we apologized to the audience. You know, technical issues happened. But it was, like, fun for me to try to adapt and adjust. And, I, and also, I want to apologize to our Marine listeners because I always say the phrase wrong, adapt and adjust. And I always attribute that to the Marines. It's something like that, but it's not that exactly. But it was, man. We got the word, and we were right around the corner, and I knew you had some things to do. Plus, two weeks ago, you sat in for me. At one point, you and I will finish a remote together. Because <laughs> we ain't done. The two we've done, I had to leave. And then, you know, yesterday, you just stayed down there because you had some other stuff working so, with so, City so, TV. So, so we're, 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 we're politicking for another chance. We're politicking for another chance. Oh, we'll be. We go. I, got the, I got the thumbs up from the powers that be. That, okay, now. It sounded okay. Okay. We, you can't do nothing about Grinch's and the electricity. Yeah. You can't do nothing about that. But the people with State Farm, the people with the Hawks, um, they were wonderful yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, and, uh, and tip of the cap to them, tip of the cap to, to the Hawks uh, for doing this. I had a chance to see uh, Steve Coonan and speak with him a little bit yesterday. Of course, he uh, appears uh, on Dukes and Bell on Friday, always uh, talking things with the, the Hawks. And so it was great to see him. And, uh, you know, uh, the mayor came by, and we didn't get a chance to get him on, on our <sighs> air. He, he, uh, he's Like I said, it, I didn't stare at his foot. You brought that up yesterday. I sent you a picture. Ah, oh yeah, that's right, you did. Yeah, I, I don't stare at the man's foot. Yeah, but um, you realize that's the wrong thing to ever tell somebody not to look at something. <laughs> you realize that, right? And of course, that's the only thing I'm gonna look at. <laughs> Go ahead. But he was, but, but, but he, he was there and uh, you know participating and talking to people. And it was great to see him. Did you tell him that your partner's been doing helping him with his job? Yep, and that that we need to catch up with him. Did, you did tell him that? I told him that you you, you need to chat with him. Oh, see, now you didn't, you were, man, you're supposed to be my agent here. You're supposed to be my, 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 what's his name? Next question. My, my Rosen, uh, who's T.O.'s old agent? Drew Rosenhouse. You're supposed to be my Rosenhouse, man. You're supposed to go up to the mayor and say, listen, you don't know this, but, you know, for the last two administrations, including yours, my partner's been helping you do your job. We need to talk to you. Boom. That's how you do it. Okay. Well, it's too late now. No, it's not. It's never too late. We can catch up with him. All right. Well, I wanted him in person there, but I ought to put my hat on, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let me remind you. Man, you got to reach way over here. Whoa, hey. Pull my glasses down and, and let you know about Kenny Maine. You know Kenny Maine is uh, he's under our umbrella now. Yes. 
Got himself a – well, he's left that other joint. He's uh, here on Odyssey. The family. New podcast. Hey, man. Each weekend he's going to talk to someone he knows a little and fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about anyone else. Next new episode is Thursday featuring Christopher Guest. You know who Christopher Guest is? He used to be a Saturday Night Live um, cast okay. member. Good cast member. Um, unless you follow a lot of, hmm, what's the best way to put this? That type of comedy. Satirical. Okay. All right. Um, what's uh, the, the woman's name from Catherine O'Hara? The, you know, I want to say this properly, the TV show, Something Creek. I'm going to say it wrong, and I'm going to get a call from the FCC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. Okay. That sort of human. He might be on that show, but he was also in Spinal Tap, Best in Show, Mighty okay. Wind, a lot of satirical stuff. That's that's um, Christopher Guest. And so A-Main is um, it's free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So check it out. A-Main. <sighs> Odyssey app is packed. We, we, it is just filled with all types of. I would imagine. It is just loaded if you get a chance to go on this. So if you, if you haven't. Go on and and and, uh, and and check it out, and also check out our website ninety two ninety game dot com, and then and check you, and then put a slash in there and go to casting call. Go to got casting a call. brand new spot. I've been telling you about what was going to happen after holidays, right? Yeah, you know we and I concentrated purposely on sending people to the behind the camera job opportunities. If you have a skill set that lends itself to being on a crew, boom, I'm going to get you starting at georgia.org to the place where you can find the help wanted. I've been focusing on that, but I knew it was going to start to ramp up shortly thereafter. So put a brand new casting call up yesterday. It is there right now, loaded. Yep, loaded with stuff. So Fantastic. I will do a full blown casting call. But of course, today um, we are making a little bit of a pivot. You've only got Sam and I for three hours. Yes, we are going to be uh, taking off at nine. So just real quick, open. We're going to give our th- quick thoughts on what we're watching right now: golf in. Uh, in Scotland, yes, and this should be your favorite place to go to because everybody there sounds like Sean Connery, yeah. as opposed yeah, to England do, or yeah, Ireland. Do, right? It's right. all it's all Scottish people. Yeah, they, don't, they do sound like him. And and so we're going to talk about that. But moreover, Tiger's see because he said he's not retiring. It's yeah. not his last act. No, but his more not. current act. But his it's his. I, I would I, say his final return, if you will. I think it's final time to compete. To compete with the opportunity to win. Exactly. And that's the thing. We, while he still has the, the vitality, maybe the body doesn't hold together or allow him to play the four rounds. Because that's all I really wanted this week. I wanted him to play four rounds. You want to see a red shirt Sunday that's today? What, that's what I, what I wanted to see this week, and we didn't get a chance to see but it. But you know what? I'm glad we got what we got. And I'll tell you why. Because, again, since, he's, since his return from the injuries that led up to his win at Eastlake and then the Masters, remember we talked about a different person. Oh yeah, he's smiling, he's jovial. His his warts were exposed during his time away, coupled with the injury, and he came back a completely different person. He became more relatable. That's when the love started. That's when that whole Pied Piper thing, you know, we see it now regularly. But that thing at East Lake was the the first time I had seen any golfer. Now, mind you, we didn't see footage of Arnold Palmer, but he had his army's Arnie's army. That's hard to say fast. Arnie's army. And put a pin in that. Okay. Go ahead. Well, you saw some of that then. Not a lot of footage. Obviously, the coverage in the in the 50s and the 60s, not like it is today. Right. But this was, it was like somebody walking through Coachella. 
and then having to go up and take a putt. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. put everybody in one area, Coachella, and then have Tiger weave his way through. Anyway, that doesn't happen without him being a different type of golfer because before he was robotic and he was unrelatable and he just kept winning and winning and winning and winning. And it was different than Jordan because Jordan, I won't say robotic, but he was about, you know, doing whatever it was to beat you. So you had his respect, but there was nothing warm and fuzzy about him. But Tiger becoming who he became and, and, and showing a different side and then coming back and, and, and winning for his kids and people who hadn't seen him do it before and just his progression through this period now coming back and not being able to compete. We are all very satisfied with what he's done in his career. But to me, that departure on Friday where we all got to see him leaving St. Andrews for the last time, walking across the caddy, did something smooth. He stopped before Tiger was walking over the bridge, you know, going to the next hole. He said, and told everybody, yeah, hang back. Let him do this by himself. Yeah. And they got all the pictures and everything. And then as he was walking up 18, dude couldn't keep it in. He was holding yeah. his ear. He was crying. You know, wouldn't cry. Blubbering, but he was he was but obviously it's, that's moved. But that's not the guy that we no, were not. accustomed to seeing from, from years ago. I no. Mean, you know. And um, and and it, that was beautiful to me. That's my whole it point. It was, yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And so absolutely. instead of seeing him struggle today, and everybody focusing on the winners, he got to exit the stage with the focus on him because nobody really figures who's ever winning or in the lead at the second round is going to win it. Right. So it was about it was about him on Friday, and you got to see that. And I w- I was good with that, and I I thoroughly enjoyed that. So I'm I'm cool with it now today. <laughs> You're going to be talking about that. Yeah. And you know that the PGA gods and the people that are connected with that are praying Dustin Johnson doesn't win. Well, I mean, that's just it, though. Well, and that's in the background. But to me, you're going to see great golf today. You want to see the best. We're not separating who's on which tour. Everybody's there. And it's one of those rare opportunities where we're going to get to see everybody there. And the cream is rising to the top. The people you expect to be the big, the big, uh, the score makers. Are scoring, and I think that's the thing. You get it's kind of like a fitting way for this week to end. What was all about, you know, Tiger, and then about the Live Tour against PGA. It's going to come down to to great golf, and I think we're primed to see a great show later on today uh, as the leaders tee off. And play I'm surprised you take that stance. Not, Why? Not, well, because you have traditionally sometimes gravitated toward the backstory of a sporting event. You talk about that, and the backstory with this is. They openly do not want anybody from the Live Tour winning this major. Yeah, but, they but just you know, don't. I, I think I think golf or people or just sports fans right now, you want to see good golf. Well, that's for the fans. I get that from the fan we're, point. We're going to see great golf today, and it's what golf. It's kind of like golf healing itself. You know what I mean? No, in, 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 in a way, in a way, we'll talk about in, that. In a way, the game is healing itself. It ain't got to do with who's the money, and whatnot. You're gonna see a great show today. We'll see. We'll see. Sam and Greg, we're just getting started on this 17th day of uh, July, this Sunday morning. We thank you for making us a part of your we, your your Sunday morning. We got a broom out in D.C. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that. But we're gonna do. Some folks will say we need to have a broom out in D.C., but, but we got a broom out in D.C. Dive into uh, more of what, what's going on with the open later on in the hour. Braves. Get yep. it done again. We're going to yep. talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank us for uh, letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten is uh, looks at the secrets and not-so-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. Download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. We got uh, – have you seen Mark Zeno since he's returned? Uh, no. He's just – he just – he's it's, – it's depressing. It's great to see him have him back, but it's depressing because <laughs> he's still chiseled. <laughs> he just looks like a Marine uh, ready to be sent into uh, action. Uh, Speaking of which, yeah. have you seen that new Peloton commercial? Wait, what's his dude from uh, from L.A. Law? I mean, not L.A. Law. Um, uh, Law and Order. K- uh, Chris Maloney, who left and then came back. He came and, back. Yeah, no, dude he? is always taking his clothes off. So he got a comp- he's got a new Peloton that's trying to you know catch you you know and get your attention given what they went through over the last year, and so he's he's straight up butt naked. No, really? Yeah, he is, and they 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 blur the stuff. But this dude's been taking his clothes off since Oz. Okay. He was on Oz. And he okay. was walking around naked all the time. He's always looking for a shoe. Now. The good news for those that view him when, when when he's doing that, he's one of those few people that, okay, it ain't so bad when he takes it off because he's in great shape. Yeah. There's some folks that do it, and you're like, ugh. That wouldn't be very profitable for the Peloton folks. No, but if you – well, it depends on who it is doing it. It would be in like if it was somebody and then kind of be fun. Like if John Daly did it, that would be funny, I think. <laughs> You know, obviously, he wouldn't be completely naked, but I don't know. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, on this date where you ever heard of a guy named Douglas Corgan? Yeah. No. No, I never no. heard of Douglas Corgan. He did something on this date. Okay. He uh, has a nickname. It's Wrong Way Corgan. Wrong Way. Now, yeah. I've heard of Wrong Way Corgan. I didn't know the first name. Yeah, his name was Douglas. Okay. He, um, took, he was leaving New York. Flying to L.A. Okay. Ask me where he landed. Where? Ireland. That's a bad wrong way. Here's a bad road map. <laughs> Happened on this day in uh, where did he get that 1938. Map? <laughs> it's always in the crack. That's yeah. why I got lost. It's yeah. always in the crack. <laughs> or the staple right there where they, they, they got one of those books. Listen, th- these guys um, up in Washington, the Braves, that is, they're doing what they're supposed to do. I mean, not really much of a story. Let's kind of wait and see what the second half Brings, but listen, they're doing what they had to do against a team they were supposed to do this against. Yep, and, and and they had to wait out some rain yesterday. They had to wait out some rain for a while. 
uh, lengthy rain delay late in the game, and they go back out and they they they, they get the final outs and they get the win. Six three final. Braves are the winners. Uh, Max Fried goes seven a full innings, scattered seven hits, strike out four uh, on his way to uh, to L.A. Uh, Chavez gives you a good setup inning, an eighth inning, and uh, Kenley Jansen a clean a ninth inning for his twenty second save. So uh, you know they. How got you feeling? Him. How you feeling about him? Not now. Well, I'm glad to during... see him back. I'm glad to see him back. You know, we he had to step away, and you're a little concerned. You know, he had an issue with that with the Dodgers. And, I understand. And so we're glad to see him back and doing doing what he does. I, like I've told somebody else, uh, I was talking. Somebody asked me about him, and I said it's been better than I thought. Because I thought he's probably left his best stuff out in L.A. But, might, but, but, but well, let's wait and see what happens. But, but, but in the he's half. come. He's come in and he's been pretty. You know, he's been. I'm good. not talking about right he, now. Now it's cool. Yeah, but uh, but he's had a couple of blown opportunities. But he's not going to be perfect. But mm-hmm. I'm just thinking. You know, when he was in L.A. with the Dodgers, he's pretty lights out. That dude came in on the bullpen, and you you weren't getting a whole lot. And he's still kind of that guy. Uh, but he does, you know, have some opportunities, and some teams have taken advantage of it. But. You know, like you said, you want him to be ready for the second half for the stretch run because you want it to be nothing. You get to a certain inning, you get to the ninth inning, you want this guy to take the ball and get things finished. And that's what you look to see if you're going to do with this team. He, he, when he was in L.A., to me, this is just to me, he reminded me of Rollis Chapman. Just that, that dude who can shut you down in one day and then the next day it, it seemed like Completely unravel or or blow it in a way that you're like, what what? You're not scaring nobody with that fastball. You got to bring something else, right? Now I'm I'm not saying he's like him. He just reminds me of him. Yeah. In that there power, are just a power guy. Yeah, and 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 major league baseball, major league hitters can catch up to that. We've seen that. And yeah, Strider Strider's going to by the way but, deal but, but with you that. Know what, you know what though? It's late in the game, and here comes a fresh arm with some heat. And it depends on how long the game is gone and how many times the guy's been up to plate. Yeah, he, he's got an advantage. You know, if you, that's to me, you know, if a guy's been out there with a long game. And I think that's what the uh, the odds are when you bring somebody in who's bringing heat like that. You know, if you've been out there for a while, maybe the bat's a little heavier, a little, little heavier in the late inning than it was in early in the game. And, uh, you know, the, the pitcher can overpower and dominate. But like you said, there's some people who know that's what he brings, right. and they sit back waiting for it and see if they see if, see if they can catch it. But more times than not, he's been able to come out on top. Well, again, let's get this you know get this win against Washington today, take the sweep, and then uh, as you said, bring the brooms out yeah. in uh, in Washington. Also, uh, and, Austin Riley added to the uh, All Star team, which I think is as uh, well is, he is, should. As well, he should. You you know what though? Anyway, we can like swap him out for Acuna for the home run derby. Mm. Austin Riley would win the home run derby. You say that he would he would win it. He I, I could believe, win it. I, I don't know that he, he would. I win believe it. that he would if he got in the home run derby. Austin Riley would win it. Okay. That's, I mean, like I said, I I I absolutely the, the, believe the, the, the way he's he going be, right now. The way he's going right now, I, I I think I think he'd do that. I mean, Acuna's gonna put on a good show. They're all gonna you put know, on a good show. It's batting practice pitching, man. You know what I mean? But I just think Austin Riley would go out there and win it. Who else you look? Is there anybody else you are looking forward to that's gonna be performing this thing? You got Pete Alonso there. He don't move the needle for me. I know he's a great player. Yeah, he's, he's burning up the league right yeah, now. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And doing something that no other Met has done. I don't know that it's as impressive as saying that no other Yankee has done it or something like that, but he's got more RBIs than any Met before the All-Star break. Yeah. 70-something, 75, something like that. Again, I hope I'm not wrong about my assessment with these guys because, again, 
They, you know, they start off like this. They've had years where they start off the way they're, they're playing this year. And then somewhere around the end of August, heading into September, there's something that happens with the Mets. <laughs> but right now, they're not showing me that. <laughs> so no, I'm hoping no, it starts happening no. after the All-Star break. I don't want to take back my prediction. Listen, if the Braves continue just doing what they're doing, and, and as Bobby Cox said long ago, you know, the point is to win series after series. Yeah, We go out there with the intention of winning every game, but let's just get these series. And you do that, you will find yourself in a real good position come September. And that's what's happened with this team. And yeah. we've, we've won this series this weekend. We want to sweep. We want to finish it off. But if nothing else, we, we've got, we got three wins to head to the All-Star break. I mean, yeah, we got a lot of representatives going out to L.A. The rest of the guys get a, get a few days off. You get a little, little vacation time. Absolutely. You know? Speaking of Braves, you see about Chipper in his house? You hear about that? What are you doing? He's selling that house. Yeah, I've heard he's been on the market for He me. found another one. He found and, and a couple million, <laughs> you know, a couple million, and um, God bless him. Oh, yeah. You know, I, and I want to say it's in, it sounded like he was in Tennessee. So he's moving out of state. I know he's got a, a, a hunting area. Here in Georgia still. I know there was one in Texas. Yeah, I don't Texas keep, I don't keep up one in all of his movements, yeah. but he was um he was, you know, selling that big old house of his. They had all kinds of pictures on the inside of it. And I got thought to myself, Well, I would never invite it to no party there. <laughs> How about you? You ain't the only one. No. I, <laughs> no. Sam no. and Greg Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game dot com. I, I mentioned this earlier and I mentioned Mark Zeno earlier, but I didn't mention the reason why I brought his name up. He's gonna be broadcasting live today. Okay. From Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ah. 12 to 2.30, getting you ready for Atlanta United and Orlando. Yeah. This was the big rivalry that was supposed to take place yeah. between these two teams. Yeah. And, the, the, and, and everyone, even even the, 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 the network is saying it's rivalry week, you know, trying to give it the same really? life as football. Yeah, they're saying rivalry okay. week. And that's what we have going on today with Orlando City. I think fans just want to see Atlanta United get a, a, a second straight win, uh, especially after some of the – Losses we had the loss last week and the hour long team meeting afterwards. Well, that's and what I was going to ask because they won the next one. They beat what was it, Saint, uh, Salt Lake City? Salt Lake, Real Salt Lake. They they won that one. But and um, so I'm, I'm I guess the meeting was successful. You go out and win your next game, having hiccup after hiccup prior to that. Well, the, does just winning that game make it successful? Well, I don't know. We'll see. Are going you able out against to Orlando. sustain it? That that's the thing. Are you able to sustain it? You that, had you had the meeting. Or they had the meeting, right? right? And then mm-hmm. what happened, you know, a few days later? We find out that, you know, they're losing one of the leaders there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Darren Eels. Darren Eels is, Eels is um, going to the, do the Premier League. Well, Congratulations he, he, to right, him. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's quite an opportunity uh, to do that. And it's because he's been a part of something amazing here in Atlanta. Right. Um, you know, the, the founding president uh, of, the, of Atlanta United in 2014, uh, to set the attendance records, to have the success, uh, they have the expectation, and really almost kind of changed the look of soccer in this country. If you want to think about it, the expectation of of filling up a stadium uh, with seventy thousand folks is, is well. You know, he had the back. Well, the, the, you know, we talk about my, um, players that come out of college or, or or the minor leagues, and some land in the perfect situation, and some unfortunately don't, and they don't grow from that. He doesn't do what he does without the backing of Arthur Blake. Oh, of course not. And, and those deep pockets. And I say that because the same thing happened in New England 
but Robert Kraft wasn't invested the same way that Arthur Blank was. Yeah. And that team is thought of the way they are. But this was something that dude is a I mean, he's he wakes up being a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But but uh, well, you know, to me when you talk about Arthur Blank, you look up customer service. That's what I mean. And, and yeah. you're, you're going to see see his picture. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and knows his market and has people around him that knows his market. He knew very well that this city and this community was ready to receive this product if you put it out there the right way, uh, make it entertaining. And this goes back to the days pre-Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The games at Georgia Tech were spectacular. The the view of that going on with the mm-hmm. backdrop, oh, it was awesome. Now they, I think they ran out of beer the first couple of times, and folks weren't too happy about that. But 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 I went to one over at Georgia Tech, and it was like, man, this is a this is a vibe. This is great. Right. Um. You know, and I I, I, said, I hope they can hold on to this when we move into the the, the indoor place. And, and thankfully we have, but I think Darren Hills has been here throughout that. Now, how do we maintain that? Who steps into that position? You know, you thought that the replacing the first coach that when Tata left, you felt you see how difficult that's been. And then you were talking yeah. about the the interim coach was coming in and he was winning. And you're like, why are you going to replace him? <laughs> he, <laughs> he's he's winning. doing pretty good. He's winning, right? We see that all the time. You know, so I that's mean, the that's the Luke that's, Walton effect. That, that it is, and that's the thing. You know, who comes in to keep steering the boat in, in this direction? But but obviously you know what has happened here in Atlanta has caught the attention and caught the uh, the the, uh, the attention of the folks across the pond as we like to say, and they they feel like okay you can make that happen in a place where they didn't even know people like soccer you know we we we, we football. Why we want to go there? They lost two hockey teams. You know right you know, <laughs> and that's another story. Oh really? Yeah, that's another story that's happening in town. We had, I had to we had, we had to check. You know, I have to tell you about. Well, that. Did the mayor tell you something yesterday? No, man. Okay. Me. Somebody else telling me something. We got, we got, we, we possibly might have Sean Belizean coming down here and <laughs> looking for a job. <laughs> oh, wow. From WJR oh, up with, in with the, with the, not, not not like next week, but you know, there's, there's you some, know they're going to try and get a hockey team here again. I mean, you're looting, yeah. you're dancing around some stuff, but you knew this city is a four professional league city. Will be, will be five. If they come. Yeah, but I'm saying. The, the big four. Yeah. Unfortunately, MLS is not. Well, MLS is coming. That, well, MLS has come in here and made, made, made them look pretty That's bad. That's right. That's right. They, they made the NHL look bad in the city. They, so they really, really have. It's, it, but, it, but it starts at the top. Exactly. We talking about that same name there, possibly bringing something? No. Oh, somebody else. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a tease, man. That's a world class well, well, tease no, that you just no, put out there. Oh, no. Sam and Greg, Sports <laughs> Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Hey, you know what? We haven't welcomed. Our uh, our boy back, okay. Stevie G. Come here, man. Come on. How you doing, Steve Gagliano? Mike, thank you for there from the west side of Chicago. There. <laughs> no, How you doing, man, there, pal? I'm I, doing great, guys. It's good to see you again. The only guy I can talk gravy with. <laughs> Am I right? I, yeah, but that's where I've been. I've been perfecting my recipe. That's why I haven't been in with you guys. We haven't had, uh, you know, our, our our boy Eric is 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 uh, at a family function and and. and he will be back, obviously, with us next week. But, you know, when we found out we were working with you. How's life been for you, man? It's been going well. Yeah, I, uh, it's funny. I, I have all my days labeled in my, you know, in my folder where all my audio is saved. And I looked, and the last day I was with you guys was April 24th. It seems like a lifetime ago. Wow, so, that's a long when time. It, well, he was looking forward to, last time we talked to him, Acuna was making his return. That's yeah. right. On his birthday. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this out of, you know, where. Was it May 6th? That is right. That's your birthday? Very good. Wow. <laughs> you win the Sam and Greg brand? trivia this morning. Did we talk about that? I re- uh, listen, again, wow. it falls right into my wheelhouse. Wow. Insignificant information I retain. 
I guess the biggest thing that's happened since uh, since the last time I saw you guys, as far as during the show goes, uh, I became a national champion. Uh, so congratulations to me. Yeah, Ole me Miss. and my Ole Miss Rebels. Ole Miss won the World College Baseball World Series. Oh well, okay. Yeah, man. When he said I, I was yep. waiting for him to tell me. Me, you got a game I, I had a huge like hand in it. I got yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> so we say a hotty toddy to him there. You know, yes. Great, a what? Hotty toddy. You don't mind a drink, right? It is also a drink, no. but uh, <laughs> wait, 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 hang on a second. What is that? Some kind of Ole Miss thing? That it I'm is, missing? yeah. It the is Miss big though. chant, the hotty toddy chant, and it's a, it's like a nice how you doing kind of thing when you walk by a fellow Ole Miss fan. You just hit him with a hotty toddy and you keep moving. Really? Yep. Yeah, man. You say hotty toddy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if you're walking through the Grove, they they have the hotty toddy in, in red cups. And they, exactly. won't, and they won't share it with you. At least the time I went down there. Well, I ain't drinking I've always thought you went to the cup. wrong tent. <laughs> Come to our tent next time. We'll share everything we got. I went down there to a game. A guy had a red cup and looked at me with a smile. And like, I'm like, well, what's in the cup? He just kept on smiling. Like, <laughs> didn't, offer, didn't offer me a drop. I'm like, okay, I see how y'all played out here. All right, Steve. Well, listen, man, we are glad to have you with us today. Uh, coming up 7 o'clock hour, we're going to check out what's going on here locally, but also going to be joined by Bill Hartman. Yeah. Your buddy from TV days, uh, we're going to have him come in, and also Corey McCartney in the 8 o'clock hour. Again, you only got Sam and Greg here till 9 o'clock this morning, but we want to thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. We're going to talk the Open yes. up next. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the audience. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this Sunday morning, and a little something stuck in my throat there. Yeah, you all right there? Yeah, I'm all right there. Just okay. a little okay. pre-show to. soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Park the parapet and all that sort of stuff. Hey. Um, mm-hmm. hey. well, wait, um, I got so many notes in front of me because we missed so much stuff yesterday yeah. we wanted to talk about, and, and, and this day is special. This was one of those days, and not just in the world of sports, but the city of Atlanta the trajectory of this city changed on this date. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to let you play it. And the person who, who was talking here, the, I'm bringing it up was because this would have been his birthday. Okay. I think he's not with us anymore, but he might be. And for, <laughs> if he is, I apologize to his family if they're listening. But this, and you know what I'm talking about, this changed the trajectory of this city. Hit it, Steve. The National Olympic Committee has awarded the 1996 Olympic Games to the city of Atlanta. That announcement, 
That mm-hmm. video that we all remember of Andrew Young and, and Maynard Jackson yeah. and the, 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 Bill Billy, Kim, pa- Billy the Payne. Billy Payne and all the people down at Underground. There's a big herd of people that under, down at Underground right. that were kind of watching it on the a, on a screen or something or listening to it, and that was the big reaction of Atlanta getting that. And um, uh, you're talking about Juan Antonio Samaras. He, he, he left us. Uh, in, in, in 2010. Yeah, I think he was still oh, with us, but, but, but that uh, was, he was the head of the Olympic Committee. Yeah, the Olympic Committee. I, I was at an event last year, and Ambassador Young was there, and he said the day, either the day that that announcement happened or the day afterwards, United Parcel Service, UPS announced, we're moving our headquarters to Atlanta. I believe it. it. You, you, know, you know what I mean? I absolutely and, and, believe and, and, it. And that's the kind of impact. That announcement. That's what I had. said. It changed the trajectory of yeah. the city, and I believe the ba- a lot of the back work. You know, Maynard Jackson was who he was, and he was, you know, he was on the city uh, and 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 knew what it would have meant to the city. Talk about Billy Payne and some of the other folks. But me, tell me if I'm wrong. This is a byproduct of Andrew Young having his connection with the world during his time working with uh, President Carter. That was a big. Well, it's a big part of it. It's a, it's a big he could, part. He of could it. step into, into offices around the world, being um, given his title when he was when he was there, and that that person is a as a point person for this venture. Um, I believe is really what what made this happen. Because again, I have said this, and I'll believe it till um, they they put me away. There is no way in the world that Atlanta, Georgia, who up to that point hadn't really made a, you know we're known for the airport. Yeah. At that point, yeah. Braves hadn't started everybody, their run. Everybody got to come through here. Everybody's got to come through here. <laughs> Wasn't nothing much happening in the city it was that affordable. was known for. It was affordable. It's still, 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 still a southern town, regional town. It was known as the town in the region. It wasn't known as this big No, national, it wasn't anywhere you know, near you know. where we were right now. And the point is that this city should not have taken the 100th, the 100th Olympiad away from the birthplace of the Olympics in Athens, Greece. Yeah, they but, got all, it? But, but you say that, but once again, all you had to do was go and see the birthplace of the Olympics, and you would know why it came here. But I'm just saying, the perception yeah. of that, well, they got it four years later. Yeah, they got it four years later, but they'll, they'll never get it again. They, 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 and because, because it's not big enough. The city ain't big enough. Yeah. Athens is nice. Yeah, I know you were there, and, like and I, I agree said, with they, you. They, but it's, not, it's not big enough. It caused a major upheaval that I'm not sure the people still ain't mad about. Really? The, the, yes, with the, the government and the people, they took a they took a beating for doing well, it because not a lot of people know how to make a profit off the Olympics. Uh-huh. You know, we, we kind of re- found out how to do that in like L.A. Like Peter Uberoff. Right. <laughs> the, the L.A. to figure out you, yeah, you, you can 84. do this. Unlike Montreal. Oh, you yeah, know, you, please. You know, right. So I'm saying we, most a lot of countries followed Uberoff's you know, plan and what we did in Atlanta, and the Olympics was something that generated things for your city. Other places had done it before and had gone broke. And that's what the people in Athens, they were not happy. A lot of folks were not happy about it. I mean, obviously, it's part of their heritage. It's part of what, what the it world just... knows them for. And you would think, but yeah. I'm serious. You got there, and there were half-constructed buildings. There were and a lot of stuff that we saw, and they just stopped building them. And I guess after the Olympics were over, they just knocked them over. Because they, what were they going to do with them? And the other thing is, they don't want to, and I said this before, you mess with people like Aristotle's bathhouse or something. You know, you know, you, 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 <laughs> yeah, there's right, right, history you, there. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't move Especially everything. Agree, yeah, you start digging and whoa, what's this? Okay, we got to go around that. You know, so I mean, that's and that, that's nationally, you know, and how far are you going to dig in Greece and not hit something? You know what that's I mean? That's, that's down there. So I mean, that's well, obviously that, people that's thought, a, didn't think about that beforehand, right? But but I'm just saying that they want to preserve. They want to preserve even right. on the grounds of the Olympic Stadium. 
there were certain places, areas that were marked off. They had hit something. And they said, we was just going to go around that. And we just, they had little flag things, but they're that. That's something that Kinda they like they call an 811, finding out where the underground right, wires right, are. Right, right, You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's that's what you were dealing with. You didn't have that to deal with here. Right. You know, you, you didn't. And you had people saying, hey, we want to give it a try. We wanna, and, and I say that as the World Games prepare to come to a close two hours and a half down the road, I-20 in Birmingham. That has been so big for that city. Right. And, and as, a, as a native of Birmingham, I have been so proud to be able to watch it. Been watching some of it online. I wasn't able to get my schedule adjusted so I could go over and actually see some of it. Mm-hmm. But it gave gave folks a reason to come there. Now a lot of people go through Birmingham, but who goes there? Especially now that the major college football games have been pulled out of the place. That's true. It gave people a reason to go, and I'm not saying it's going to have the same impact. I'm, I'm sure the folk in Birmingham don't want the kind of traffic we got over here. Uh, but but it, it was an international an international event, not to the magnitude of the Olympics. But it gave people the reason to come and say, well, hey, this place is, is okay. It's not what it was. Because when you go back, you take stuff away from Birmingham, you say, okay, what went on there? You go back to some black and white films from 60 years ago. Yeah. And they're still, still trying to outrun that. And I got to give a tip of the cap to the mayor over there, uh, uh, Randall Woodpin, who's a Morehouse man uh, who's, who's going there. And I don't know who all pulled together to get that event to go there. Um, but I was watching something last night. They got you know they have some Olympic events, some different events. They had gymnastics, but they're also doing like um, uh, drone soccer. Uh, you know, yeah. they, you're always <laughs> doing some invented stuff, flag football. I mean, they're, they're doing some some different type things. But it's an international event, and uh, the Ukraine brought a team over, and they walked into the stage for the opening. Too. They walked in for the opening ceremonies. People, everybody stood up, gave them a huge ovation for coming in. They think they got closing ceremonies. Uh, tonight, and I think Lionel Richie is going to perform for that. Going back home. Going back home, going back, going back. And, and that, that really is, I mean, Tuskegee obviously went to school there, but I remember growing up in Birmingham, anybody that came through that city to perform in the, in the 60s, early 70s, you got the Commodores as your opening act. Right. It was understood whoever came through town, Marvin Gaye, whoever, Jackson 5, Commodores were going to be your opening act. That's what I remember when they came through Chicago. Yeah. They were yeah. the opening act for them. But listen, all that being said, there is one person I didn't mention, and I'm curious to know, and I don't think we'll ever know, but what his contribution, if any, and I would imagine he could have been a part of this or why he was kept out of this, but that's Ted Turner. And then when you talk about the Olympics being the Olympics, I think of much like college basketball. If the Olympics are, are the NCAA tournament, Ted Turner tried to put on an event that was kind of close to the NIT and the Goodwill Games. Yeah, and, and, and maybe that's why. But was it in, was it in tandem with their their attempt to try to get the Olympics here? In other words, we mentioned all the luminaries that were apart and stood up yeah. when the Olympics uh, were announced for here in Atlanta. But you know, you got TBS was up and running. Then you got yeah. Ted Turner, who's here, who's probably one of the more famous billionaires in this country at time being. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I, was, well, I, I wasn't I wasn't living here at the time, so I, I you know I don't know what his role was or whatever. But he knew it was bringing something big to him exactly. because CNN is. Is is based here, so that was that was the. Uh, but they the, had a network contract, then they didn't want. To, I, well, not, not again, just the broadcast, but I'm just saying it's it's a big a, a world event that's coming to your front door. Obviously, he's going to do something with it, no. you know. So I'm I, just I, surprised that he wasn't. There isn't a story that's been told, and I'm telling you, man, this dude. You talk about biographies being made. Yeah, they're going to do one on him, yeah. and it better be done right <laughs> because a lot well, of well, his you know stuff. What that, maybe because he he saw he couldn't run it. 
Because whatever well, he's been a part of now, he he, he had he had, he had to run. That's true. So I mean that that may have been why. So I don't. But, I and just, I don't. And I don't know that for sure. No, we don't. And yeah, but don't it's just it's it's telling that that event when it first came here had no connection to him. That's all I'm saying. And yeah. I don't know if there was you know some kind of you know thing between him and Andrew Young and or Maynard or whatever. Because when you're when you're ascending to be a billionaire, sometimes you step on folks' toes. Yeah. You know, or, or, maybe, or, or, or maybe you knew who the broadcast rights were going to be for that anyway, and it wasn't going to be him. You what? know what I mean? You win the Olympics, you already knew that NBC was, was doing that. It was an NBC deal, and you wasn't going to get in on that. So, I mean, that, part, that's been understood. But you know the part about that is that changed. We talk about the Olympics coming here and how it, it, it changed the trajectory of this city. You could say the same thing, that the Goodwill Games, in a way, helped propel the inclusion of European players – to the NBA because it was after that connection that, remember, the Hawks were like one of the first ones that were going out and getting European players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was like a thing. Stan Kasson and them boys and, 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 and Fratello, they were bringing in European players. There was a couple then, you know, Drogges was here and a couple other guys. But that opened door. So in a, in a different sort of lane, those good well, games. That, that was the start. But we always go to 92. It's the thing that, that made it explode. But Barcelona, well, right, yeah. Barcelona, the, the, Dream Team it, it made it explode. But yeah, that was the thing that got people to look at the possibilities, and maybe got and the some idea. of the players too. And maybe gave the idea. Well, you know that that you know this would be a possibility, and ninety two made it blow up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game You talked about, um, and I want to make sure I get this right. The opening act. You talking about Lionel Richie and them boys? Yeah. I was going to mention this yesterday when we were at State Farm Arena because yesterday was the day that they announced that. Now stay with me. The monkeys oh were going to go on tour. The this this the ma- the, contrived the, 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 TV the, show, the, yeah, the made for TV band, the made for TV band to to mirror the Beatles, who had like and they were only on for like two years or three years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, but they were going on tour. Who did you think they got as their opening act? Jimi Hendrix. Whoa! The Jimi Hendrix Experience. Are you serious? I'm serious. We're going to be the monkeys' opening act. Did it actually happen? That was happen? yesterday. Yeah, it happened. It, on a, really? On a 29, on a 29, a scheduled 29 date tour. Whoa. Jimi Hendrix stayed with him for seven games. I know that's right. I and know then that's he right. said, enough of this. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and today was the day that Jimi Hendrix quit the Monkeys tour. I can, I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised <laughs> that ever started. I'm surprised well, that ever got, happened. He cast a couple checks. Yeah. But then he realized that he's a musician and they're I'm not. I'm a real musician, man. These guys are playing something. Now, <laughs> I'm, mind I'm doing you, real music. It happened in 67, <laughs> which is two years before, you know, um, Woodstock and his famous Star Spangled Banner yeah. and all of that. And, he, you know, we lost him the next year, but or a year after, it was 70, 71. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I got to mention this to Sam. Wow. Jimi Hendrix. Wow. And what we know of him. Yeah. Now was the opening act. For opening act for that. That's amazing <laughs> how that happens sometimes, you know. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. Coming up at seven o'clock hour, we're gonna let you know what's going on locally and uh talk a little bit about um the inductees in the inaugural inaugural class of the high school football hall of fame. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. We'll talk a little bit more about it now if you didn't get a chance to, but really gonna take a deep dive. With our 720 guest and, uh, and a running partner, Mr. Crenshaw, Bill Hartman, is going to join us. And I have a fresh batch of casting call opportunities for you. That basically means money is flying through the air. I want you to go out and grab some of it because that's what I've been doing for you. 
Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app.